Today, we're taking away excuses. You're going to get more physician referrals if you follow these awesome tips from a doctor getting physician referrals left, right, and center. I suck at this opening thing today on Marketing Curious Mind. <laughs> Untapped resources in your community, physicians, chiropractors, people that can help you build your practice. On today's marketing, what is it? Marketing Chairside. Chair. <laughs> Welcome to the Marketing Chairside podcast by Pro Impressions Marketing, where the team covers a variety of dental marketing ideas to help you attract more new patients in the quantity and quality you need to grow your practice. And today on the show, I, I just wanted to like get some rock and roll music. I don't know what the the copyright is on, you know, some like Rock This Way or, or you know, Aerosmith because we've got a rock star on the show, Dr. Jeff Haddad from Rochester Advanced Dentistry. Jeff, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. Good to see you, my friend. Yeah, and we're done. Because uh, I'm, I'm really excited about this. Um, you know, Rock This Way. If you follow some of the tips that we're going to have in the show today, I am confident that you will add more new patients per month to your practice. But like Alcoholics Anonymous says, it works if you work it. I know that's going to be part of our conversation. But the reason, Jeff, I wanted to have you on the show is I was in one of your courses recently and you said, guys, this is a game changer. If you just work physician referrals alongside your other marketing, your practice will grow. And that I was like, People need to know that because this is not something that I, I think, especially in marketing environments, we talk about a lot. If you're a dentist relatively new to sleep, TMD, or even just you want to grow your practice with physician referrals and you don't know where to start, do you have any place? Where, where do you start? I think a really great mutually beneficial relationship that all dentists should have is one with an ENT, an ear, nose, and a throat physician. Um, we are looking down airways all day long, right? Some of us have kids in their practice, others with adults that have airway obstruction, tonsils and adenoids. It's the easiest referral to be made. Plus an ENT is looking for people to help them with, with TMJ disorders or even sleep apnea. It, in my opinion, is kind of the perfect marriage. And so I've gone out and really met the majority of the ENTs in my area, introduced myself, People are thanking me like, we don't know where to send these TMJ patients. This is great. And it's a mutually beneficial relationship. And I think that that's unfortunately what a lot of dentists don't do. You know, we refer to a root canal specialist and they do their root canals, but they very rarely send patients back to us, right? Why is that? Well, a lot of dentists don't ask for the referrals. And obviously these referring physicians or even dental specialists have to kind of spread the referrals around. But if you become the go-to person that your ENT in the area knows you are the TMJ disorder patients that you can treat, snoring, sleep apnea. I mean, again, even advanced cosmetic procedures, if you educate your community, you're going to get referrals. Now it takes time. Okay. And Jonathan, you know me for a long time. I went out, I had lots of lunches and I did lots of lunch and learns. And I understand that a lot of dentists may not have that type of personality and that's okay then send your team. Now I'm so busy, I do send my team. Um, it minimizes my time, um, but we've been building these relationships over the years. And the number of patients that come to us now is, is amazing because they already trust their physician. The physician's gonna pass the trust on to our office. So when people come to me, 
they already know I'm the right person because they're, whether it be primary care physician or ENT, cardiologist, um, chiropractor. I mean, we work with all types of different medical professionals and because they know what we do, because we've educated them, they send a lot of patients our so, way. So Jeff, I tend to think of these referrals as slam dunks. Are they like better than your average, uh, new patient lead? Like I assume, um, or are they about the same? Well, I mean, I would say better. I mean, they, you know, these physicians have passed on their trust to you, right? And so, and again, you know, especially primary care physicians, I mean, these people have been seeing these um, doctors for possibly their whole lives. And if they say, listen, I hear you're having a lot of headaches and migraines, Dr. Haddad, he actually treats a lot of our patients for that because a lot of people are suffering from a TMJ disorder or, wow, you know, I'm really worried about your sleep. I can send you to Dr. Haddad. He can actually get your, your sleep tested uh, to see if you're having sleep apnea. And if you are, CPAP isn't the only treatment that's out there. He makes this amazing appliance that actually I wear. And that's another cool thing. I treat a lot of doctors, right? So that's an actual, talk about, you know, a billboard for, uh, you know, you doing something well if the actual physician is a patient. So, but again, that takes time. But these people are coming to you educated and knowing that you are the expert that can help them because their own physician told them that you were the right person for them. But you also help them become experts. Um, I'm thinking about the calipers and the referral pads that you do. Can you talk a little bit about those tools of the referral generation kind of kit you use? Yeah. So what, you know, these referral pads, I mean, and you helped me with them, but it was my idea to make it easy for patients to find me and easy for doctors to refer to me. Well, most of these doctors do not know what a dentist can do. They have no clue. You would assume they would even know most common symptoms of a TMJ disorder, but they do not. They don't know that vertigo or migraines or neck pain um, or ringing in the ears, tinnitus could be a symptom. So I've got every one of those on my referral pads. What does that do? Well, it makes it easy for them to check the box it's also educating them on what I can do for them. Snoring and sleep apnea, people who are CPAP intolerant. These are things that a lot of physicians still are truly clueless when it comes to even sleep apnea. They don't believe there's anything that works out there except for CPAP. And that's been disproven for 10 to 15 years. I mean, CPAP is a good option for severe sleep apnea, but all the latest studies show that mild and moderate are better served with a proper custom-made sleep appliance that I make with less long-term side effects. And most people don't want to be hooked up to a machine. So if I didn't take the time to educate my physicians, then they wouldn't be able to send their patients like that. So you hit the nail on the head. It is in, in our arena to really spread the word on how we can help our medical colleagues and their patients. I love the idea of all of my clients treating doctors because I think that just has huge potential. Um, but, you know, some some doctors just seem to struggle with this. I mean, uh, just getting the word out there. I think the referral pads are an awesome way to just uh, send that along with the letter. Just like bullet points, what would you put in a letter to a doctor if you're looking to jumpstart one of these referral relationships? Well, you know, I, and I do a lot of that. You know, if I come across an article that I find interesting or a trending article, maybe some new studies on, say, sleep apnea or um, headache treatment or things like that, I'll 
print out the article. I'll put together a little accompanying letter saying, you know, dear valued physician, um, thank you so much for the confidence that you've had in, in us treating your patients. I want to share with you this latest study that shows that sleep apnea is related to Alzheimer's. And, you know, we, we have a lot more information that's helping us help these patients. And with your help, we could actually get these patients the proper treatment to avoid some of these, you know, scary side effects of sleep apnea. I think bullet points are really anything that your practice does that can help their patients. It's about showing them that you want to help their patients because most physicians, just like most dentists, we want the best for our patients, you know, and, and I don't need to be the hero. If I get my patient to the right person and let's say they get their tonsils, the adenoids out. I mean, I've had mothers holding, you know, hugging me and crying because I saved their child's life. Well, right. I didn't, I was just paying attention, but I did get some of the right people. So in my opinion, anything that leaves your office needs to obviously have your name, your number, the obvious things, your website. If you have a proper website, like I know I do because you built mine, it's very educational, but any chance that you have in a letter or anything that you can send to their office to educate them, in my opinion, is, is the right thing to do. We even do this kind of checklist on a destructive bite. And it talks about, you know, if they've had orthodontics, you know, as a child, have they had extractions for orthodontics? We give little measurements, uh, little calipers that you talked about with our name and our logo on there to help them measure people's bites. These are physicians, but they look in people's mouths too. It doesn't even have to be, you know, a primary care physician, chiropractors, orthodontists, plastic um, surgeons plastic surgeons, physical therapists. I have neurologists that refer to me now because, you know, I've gotten their patient that they've been suffering for migraines for 10 years out of pain with a TMJ orthotic that we make. And they call me up saying how I don't understand how this works. And you have the chance to explain it. And I had a, a physician, a very prominent neurologist say, I wish more medicine was practiced like this. So, you know, I understand what you're saying, Jonathan, that a lot of times, a lot of doctors, a lot of dentists aren't confident maybe in having these conversations. And I understand that, but you'd be surprised how much more of an expert you are than these physicians. You're assuming that because they went to medical school, they know all these things that you do and they do not. I mean, the amount of time that they are even introduced to anything sleep related is it. it I, I, they, dentists that leave my course for the, my two day course, no more than any physician out there besides sleep physicians in two days. Well, that's how the little they piece, get. It's interesting you mentioned that because that was another big takeaway from that course recently in Chicago. We talked with a, a practice that they kind of had the aha moment that for them, they needed to just get confident in their ability to treat, first of all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you mentioned a lot, you know, treating your patients as, you know, some of your first patients too, but building that confidence and then it being a team effort. How often would you say, or, or how much time per week would you say that your team spends cultivating these referrals? Oh, wow. Well, it's, it's kind of become... I wouldn't say it's on automatic pilot right now, but we've been doing this for a very long time. So we've kind of built this marketing machine. I always recommend to dentists, especially treat your team members, treat patients who are going to become advocates for you. And then once you treat them, get the word out, you know, capture their testimonials. If it is a patient who finds you say off the street, I gather all of their 
physicians that they see. It could be their primary care physician. If they are seeing a cardiologist, if they have another dentist, I'm sending letters to all of their physicians and even their normal dentists so that they know that this patient found me for say sleep apnea or found me for a TMJ disorder and I treat this. And by the way, your patient's doing extremely well. You know, thank you for the confidence you have in us. If you have any questions on how we can help more of your patients, please don't hesitate to call me. Now I have my team who goes out and educates as well, you know, and we have a standing usually twice a month where Christine from my office will go to a lot of our top refers and, or even new ones to introduce herself and explain how we can help their patients. And that's really what you're doing. You're, you're offering your services. And when you have a good relationship, hopefully you're going to refer patients to them too. So it's a mutually beneficial relationship, which I don't think enough dentists or even physicians cultivate. You know, they, they, it's always, it just seems to be one-sided. And a lot of times because one side isn't educating the other side on how they can help them. Well, and it, I mean, it's a reality of the treatment, especially in TMD and sleep, but I mean, everything is, it's a collaboration. You're, you're creating an environment of collaboration that exists whether or not you, you truly curate it and make it work for you. So to me, it's a no brainer if you know that a lot of your patients aren't going to see full resolution of their symptoms unless you incorporate treatment from other types of providers. Why not? Uh, Absolutely. You know, uh, lead with that and then look for opportunities to send that back. And I, I've seen your uh, some samples of your patient kind of collaboration letters. Uh, I don't know what you call it, but just to say you have a mutual patient and this is what's happening. This is the plan of treatment. Following through with that, I've heard that as a, a key component. If you say you're going to follow up with a patient with a, a sleep like a titration study or something like that, you have to do that and you have to follow up with them. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, physicians love letters. Okay. I didn't believe that. And I don't like letters personally, but these physicians love them. In fact, I had physicians say, listen, if you're to see my patients, I want progress letters. That's what I want. That makes me happy. I'm like, okay. So we, we have a series of um, not only is it a thank you letter to start, but it will be when an appliance was delivered. And then we're gonna have three different progress letters and then usually a dismissal or letting them know that we're done with treatment. You know, there's, there's a lot of studies out there of like how many touch points you want from a marketing standpoint. And I think it's like six to eight, things like that. So any excuse I have to tell them that we're helping their patient, it gives them not only confidence that I can help more of their patients, but I'm keeping them in the loop. And, um, you know, one group here in Michigan, physical therapy group, HealthQuest, I decided that, you know, there's a lot of TMJ docs that will have physical therapy in-house. I didn't want to have that. I, I just thought it would be smarter to let the experts be the experts when it comes to posture and things like that. So I started referring to this group. The CEO contacted me because we were sending so many patients out and he says, I just want to meet you. I really want to know what more you were doing. So I did a lunch and learn with, with him and some of his top physical therapists. And then he invited me to one of their group meetings, 85 physical therapists. I gave a two hour lecture, blew them away. And now I, these people not only know me, but I'm their go-to referral for TMJ and sleep. But if I wouldn't have taken the time to cultivate that relationship, and again, I wasn't just referring patients and just saying, go find them. No, I'm contacting the office saying, listen, I'm 
treating their TMJ. I just need you to take care of the postural issues that go along with us. I know we can work great together. Let's work on a few patients so that we can kind of understand each other and see how we can, you know, like you said, collaborate because the patients are going to get better faster and patients appreciate when people are working together. They like that collaboration. They, I don't need to be the, the hero for everything. I mean, I'm not an expert in physical therapy, right? I like to stay in my lane. And when you do have a group that trusts you and understands what you can do, it becomes a great team overall. And the patient wins as well as the doctors. Well, and you just got really lucky, right? That physical therapy outfit was the very first referral that you asked for, right? Right. Yeah. I, I always say that, you know, the harder I work, the luckier I get. <laughs> um, so yes, um, no, there's no luck. I mean, this is intent. The things that I do for my practices are very intentional. Everything that leaves my office has our contact information. It's creative ways to put myself and my team in front of other opportunities. And I do not, you know, when we have a patient that we've taken through the process, whether it be, you know, TMJ or even a smile makeover, we have what we call pretty much an exit interview. Did we achieve your goals? would you be willing to write a testimonial for us? Because we want to make sure that we get the word out to other people that may need us. And all the physicians that are involved, they're going to get that final you know, dismissal letter that we succeeded. And so again, all those touch points, everything that we do is very intentional to continue to build our reputation so that we're the go-to experts in these arenas that I love. I mean, I love cosmetic dentistry. I love treating TMJ disorders. I love treating snoring and sleep apnea. These are kind of my main babies that are the niche that we have established. Other dentists, maybe they're implant dentists, maybe they're pediatric dentists. There are opportunities out there for any type of dentistry that, you're, that you are uh, passionate about. But if you, and if you just need to spread the word in the community, I mean, there's, like I said, chiropractors, I mean, ENTs, physical therapists, there's so many people that overlap in dentistry, but I feel like dentists aren't thinking outside the box when it, when it comes to that. Right, right. And I mean, I think the tendency, especially if you're doing this all on your own, is to get overwhelmed with even the prospect of it and not start. And I would just say, you got to start, you got to start yeah. somewhere and develop the systems as you go, of course, to make it a more scalable effort. If you're a Pro Impressions member office, we can help you with the referral pad and even writing some of these letter kind of templates. I would also suggest, you know, have your marketing company, if this is going to be part of your practice's strategy, have a four doctors or doctor referrals button at the top of your website. Because as a patient, I think that's a big, you know, check mark in your authority as the go-to in your area. Say, oh, doctors refer to you. And I can tell you that, you know, those don't get used a whole lot, but they do get used. I mean, you get several through there every, I don't know, every, every month or so. But I would say the other thing is because it should be a team effort, if you don't have the bandwidth to do this or you don't think you've got the coordination yet as a team to do this, I would highly recommend you, the doctor, office manager, check out Jeff's speaking page. He's got upcoming engagements that are going to be there. It's rochesteradvanceddentistry.com forward slash book dash speaker. And I'll have that link in the comments on the description as well. But go to one of Jeff's courses, bring your team, and you'll pick up these kinds of nuggets. I mean, so that you don't have to be like, watch this video and do it. So Jeff, if you were saddled with all of this on your own, do you 
could you make it work? How successful would you be? It would be very difficult. I'm only one man. Um, and if anybody's ever come to any of my classes, I know you have, Jonathan, I, I scream up and down, please bring your team. You know, Docs, I know that you were taught that you're the smartest person in the room and that nobody's ever going to do it as well as you. This is not true, okay? My team is what makes me successful. My team helps me with these systems. My team helps educate not only my patients, but goes out to other physicians. I, most doctors just want to be doctors, okay? Let's be honest, Jonathan. I appreciate the fact that not everybody has my personality or energy or whatever you want to call it. And I respect that. But allow your team, empower your team to help you, docs. They are, they, they'll love to, too. I mean, a lot of team members are not being taken, we're not maxing them out, right? We're not taking advantage of their talents. And I have physicians that would rather see my team than me, okay? They'd rather talk to them. And I'll tell you, patients especially, too. I mean, our team has a better way of explaining how we can help them than we can. We're always trying to teach people to, to be dentists. That's the problem, right? So no, utilize your team. My guess is you're underutilizing them anyway. Empower them and let them help you with your success. They're gonna help spread the word on how you can how you can not only help patients, but these physicians, in my opinion, are untapped resources. You're gonna be surprised how many of them thank you for coming to them because they don't know where to, to send TMJ patients. They don't know that CPAP even though they think it's the go-to when it fails, that there's other opportunities for these patients. And by the way, and I teach this a lot, TMD patients, sleep patients, those translate into more dentistry too. They may find you for one reason, but they may need a lot of dentistry. And that is one of the things that has built my practice because they find me for one thing, but we educate them on the entire gamut of what we do. And we end up rebuilding people's mouths re-establishing you know their bite sometimes it becomes a cosmetic thing sometimes it's just for health and, and function but it started with say a sleep apnea appliance and then it ended up being something much more when it comes down to functional dentistry so it just makes it makes practice a lot more fun yeah i mean it's all about improving lives you're educating you're learning and you're collaborating through this connection and that's i think the key takeaway here is just always making sure that you're looking for opportunities to do that as a group, as collaborating, you know, with these doctors, with patients, helping people know what's possible. Make sure that when you are cultivating this reputation, that people like what they see when they Google you. You need a nice website that shows up on Google when people are doing these searches. If you need help with that, reach out to us at proimpressionsgroup.com. And Jeff, any parting thoughts on cultivating referrals? Well, I, I think that once you start doing it, you're going to realize how, how the benefits of it. And, and again, I use the uh, phrase success stories. Any chance you have to get a success story out in your community is going to benefit you, which is why, as simple as it is, sending letters to these physicians who didn't even refer to you. They are mutual. We have mutual patients. Hey, doctor, by the way, I treated your patient for migraines. She is 80% better now and says that we saved her life. I just wanted you to be aware that Sally is, is now living her best life because of our treatment. If you need any help with any other patients, please feel free to you know get in contact with us. Educating the public and taking these success stories and getting mileage out of them. We talk about word of mouth, 
Word of mouth is great. Why don't we help with word of mouth? Just like you helped me, Jonathan. There are so many ways that you can get these things out on your social media, on your website, or old school letters to the physicians, which they love anyway, you know? But the point is spreading the word on how you are different and spreading the word on how you can help some of these other physicians' patients. It, it makes your job a lot more fun. Yep. You just have to do it. You just have to start. Don't worry about getting it perfect. Just start somewhere and then it works if you work it. Well, Jeff, this has been super. How can people reach out to you if they want to follow you on social media, hear you speak, et cetera? Well, you can go to my website, rochesteradvanceddentistry.com. We have a speaker engagement button there. Just spoke to a large group of dentists locally here a couple of weeks ago. Um, I, could, I put on a pretty good show. I definitely have high energy and I'm all about practical tips so that you can take back and use on Monday. Um, a lot of dentists are concentrating on all the clinical stuff and they're not realizing how important the marketing is and the systems and getting your name out there so that patients find you or other physicians know to refer to you to help build your practice. Well, that's all for Jeff. And uh, today's show, unless you want to stick around for Poetry Jam, for my composition of poetry, for my wife, woman of my dreams. If I were stalking you, if I were stalking you, you know that I would. I'd follow you everywhere, every place that I could. I'd pick up every bit of trash that you tossed. I'd redot every I and T that you crossed. When you're not home, I'd sneak in your back door. I'd run off with undergarments that you'd recently worn. I'd take pictures of you when you were not looking. I'd copy your recipes and everything that you're cooking. If I were stalking you, you'd be my world center. I'd make a collage of your face and be tender. I'd have conversations with you, just me in my bed. You'd be in love with me, at least in my head. I don't have to stalk you, thanks be to God. You chose to live with me, even though... I'm so odd.